0: Thank you for joining us on The Pleasure Principle today. I want to announce that Joyful Sex Education and The Pleasure Principle podcast are undergoing a metamorphosis. September of 2021 is the month that I pivot from general sex education to sexual well being in the context of multiple sclerosis and other chronic illnesses. I'll search for answers that no one has been able to give me, like does MS or its treatments affect the neurotransmitters that are necessary for a healthy sexual response? I'll face issues that I've pushed away for 28 years, like how do I continue to feel sexy and sexual as my health deteriorates? Or harder still, what cultural messages have I internalized that have left me believing that I and other disabled people are not sexy just as we are. I recently completed a webinar by the intensely thoughtful Dr. Zuleika Hepworth-Clark. She reminded me of an Audrey Lorde quote that I'd forgotten about. Here it is. The true focus of revolutionary change is never merely the oppressive situations that we seek to escape, but that piece of the oppressor, which is planted deep within each of us. Then Dr. Zuleika said something in her own words that made this concept personal for me. She said, oppression can be self-sustained by internalized oppression. And I'll tell you, this sentence hit me in the chest with a force that took my breath away. You see, I perceive myself as a lifelong activist, someone who will speak up for marginalized individuals and hit the streets to demand change for oppressed communities. But the folks that I have steadfastly neglected, particularly since 1993, when I was diagnosed with a debilitating disease myself, are the disabled. I'm going to confess that some part of me felt revolted when i saw folks in wheelchairs and right after my diagnosis i was literally nauseous when i was forced to use the handicap stall in a public restroom the support bars seemed to taunt me with their ugly insinuations now i understand that this disgust had nothing to do with people who are unable to walk or with the accessible accommodations that i tried to ignore These emotions came from a deep fear of the future that I could not and cannot foresee. The truth is, we all have these buried anxieties that silently influence our perceptions and actions. The subconscious is where isms are born, and the culture we are immersed in is where they will incubate and grow, if... We don't consciously bring them into the light. In the summer of 2019, I was on the East Coast for two weeks of intensive holistic sex educator training. One of the segments of that training was three days of SAR, which stands for Sexual Attitude Reassessment. This training is designed to push buttons and cause discomfort. The idea is that if you're a sex educator or therapist, you need to have addressed your own issues before you attempt to help others address theirs. It's the whole get the log out of your own eye before you worry about the speck in mind concept. Now I'll confess that I walked into that training with a fair amount of arrogant confidence on board. I thought, you know, I've been in therapy for decades, I've been an erotic dancer, I've been a sexually liberated feminist, and a member of the leather kink community for over 15 years. Just try to shock me. I do remember being vaguely aware of a cold chill as the shadow of a metaphorical skillet passed over my head, but I confidently ignored it. And on the third day, when we covered disability and sexuality, that skillet landed. I went back to the B and B that night and descended into physical and emotional darkness that left me barely functioning. The stress of that moment, combined with the fatigue of the long days of training, sent me into a relapse. It was a moment of awakening. In the two years since, I have begun the slow process of coming to terms with the shocking level of ableism that has been embedded into every shadowy interstitial space of my being. I want to say that I've been thinking about the swath of disabled and chronically ill people that the coronavirus is leaving in its path. We all know that a certain percentage of the United States population is responding to this pandemic with willful ignorance and denial. I've seen where that will get you, and it's not pretty. And that's another reason to start listening to disabled folks that have learned how to embrace uncomfortable reality. My guest this month, seems to have dealt with her autoimmune diagnosis with an eyes wide open bravery that I could not muster when I was diagnosed. When I asked her to be a guest on my podcast, she made reference to the doctors and experts that I usually interview and said that she felt like she was just a girl with a disease. We laughed at that, but this brings up another important reason that I'm embarking on this specific exploration. I have training and expertise as a sex educator. But the experience that I have accumulated as a disabled person is unique and valuable. Neglecting to make use of this knowledge would be a downright sin. And as far as sins go, this one has no appeal for me. I'd rather indulge in much juicier sinful behavior myself. So this month, I begin to risk vulnerability to share my journey with others join me and let's support each other on this challenging yet liberating path get ready don't flinch